Very random news comes here on GFTV Fairy News. I'm Pansuri Hamdashishni. First, COVID-19 and fairies. Now, we have a number of Furcon updates coming up. Due to local conditions, Czech Furcon Sesfer cancelled the event this year. However, on the original event dates, the hotel venue Skalski Divor is offering attendees a discount for individual stays. New dates will be released soon. Right now in Czechia, they are now facing their third wave of the coronavirus, with 9,710 daily cases as of the 20th of March. To the US, Anthrocon cancelled their physical event this year. Deferred memberships and dealerships from 2020 will once again be shifted into next year. Memberships this year will be cancelled, and as no payment has been processed, there will be no refund given. The new dates for Anthrocon next year is from the 30th of June to the 3rd of July 2022. Right now, in Anthrocon state, Pennsylvania, cases are relatively constant, with 3,741 daily cases as of the 20th of March. Fur Reality has cancelled indefinitely due to the pandemic. For attendees who did pre-registration back in 2019, check your email for the next upcoming days as the Furcon will send refund instructions. Direct refunds could not be made due to the quote, old age of the transaction, according to them. In Fur Reality State, Ohio, there is a decreasing trend of daily cases, with 1,483 cases as of the 20th of March. Further west, Furlandia cancelled their event this year. This came in view of tightening local restrictions. All pre-registered attendees will be refunded. For Furlandia State, Oregon, daily cases currently linger between the 200 and 400 mark in the last 14 days, with 274 cases as of the 20th of March. Lastly, Canadian Furcon Furry cancelled their event this year. For those registered to Fur A 2020 or 2021, or have requested a rollover to 2021 last year, registrations will be carried over to 2022. For vendors, if you have requested a rollover to 2021 last year, your registrations and table fees will be moved to 2022. If you are a Fur A 2020 vendor, even if you have requested a refund, there will be a spot guaranteed for you if you are still interested. For both attendees and vendors, you can choose to have either a full refund or donate your fees to the convention. The next Fur A will take place on the 14th to the 17th of July 2022. With that, in Canada, cases are starting to rise with 3,454 cases as of the 20th of March. In other news, Biggest Little Furcon recently announced they will be held in October instead of June. The deferment came as the Furcon says it is quote increasingly apparent that circumstances will not be in their favour by June. In BLFC State of Nevada, we have 263 daily cases as of the 20th of March. And here are online event updates. Furry Weekend Atlanta announced the dates for their virtual event in May taking place from the 7th to 8th of May. And VR Convention Ferality Online Experience released new details on your upcoming virtual event. It is named Ferality Luma to take place from the 4th to 6th of June. Building up on positive news amid stable COVID-19 conditions locally, Australian Furcon Fur Out West became the first convention to successfully hold their physical edition this year. 
It was held over the weekend from the 19th to the 21st of March. The Fercon says these were done in line with local regulations and additionally hand sanitizer bottles and a reusable mask were included in every con bag. Fur Out West has hosted a variety of panels, dance parties and a fursuit walk. Out of their attendance cap of 170, a total of 165 attendees turned up inside their convention space. Five did not turn up. The Furcon also said there are around six to eight more furries outside the space as well. A look at Australia's COVID-19 situation tells us that conditions locally are coping well, with nine new daily cases as of the 20th of March. With that, we have 30 Furcons cancelled, two deferred, 88 to hold this year, and one Furcon completed. Don't have cacti controversy. Confusion on the rise as the debate over the controversy involving Lucky Coyote, co-owner of fursuit maker Donut Cacti's alleged misconduct, cools down. Let's now wrap it up with this third update. As the storm over the situation went on, a third party came into the picture when a furry YouTuber called Shi Okami began to cover the controversy. In two of her recent videos, she brought the document's legitimacy into question saying she wanted more, quote, substantial evidence in view of the testimonies and items in the document she says are out of context. There is just not enough substantial hard-hitting evidence that would prove Lucky to be guilty on these claims. This document is very heavily he said, she said, with most of the screenshots being easily dismissed due to the fact that they lack the proper context. Subsequently, she and another YouTuber named Brony Inspector announced a live podcast with Lucky and Scarf Coyote, intending to grow through the document and clarify the statements directly. According to she, this came after Scarf reached out to her. In a podcast under much questioning, both Lucky and Scarf consistently denied the allegations written in the document, suggesting the statements are part of a smear campaign. They also stated they will not be pursuing on the cease and desist letter sent to Kutens. Reception to Shi Okami's coverage of the controversy was mixed, while some first praised her for getting both sides of the story and quote, not following the mob, critics say she sided with Lucky and pointed out that her tone specifically in her first coverage video was quote, condescending towards potential victims, and even said she did the podcast for clout. Throughout, a number of firsts repeatedly remarked that Lucky and Scarf were being dishonest. It is worth noting that since the release of the live podcast, some firsts concluded that Lucky is guilty, to which Shiokami said she is glad a consensus is made. And now with something to cross-reference with, other people can quote, come to a conclusion they're comfortable with. Building on that, since the podcast's release, some points of contention became clearer. Lucky's handling of her rescued animals and her allowing someone under the local drinking age to drink alcohol, to name some, which she has a received additional criticism for. In the mixed ocean of support and opposition towards the notion that Lucky is guilty, confusion arose. For one, many first, including Shiokami, remarked inconsistencies in Lucky's narrative and pointed out especially Scuff's controlling posture. That refers to how he behaved at various points of the podcast, where he's reportedly uptight on the flow of the conversation. 
hooking up with the mutual friend. Look, I, I, think, I think I'm going to cut and you off. No, no, I think, sorry, I, I told you to talk but, about what's in here. But I, she says no, no, that on, I was on. grooming her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm just going to, I'm going to end this right now, okay? Right. This person was not in any of our lives for very long. No. They came in, acted inappropriate, and yes. we kicked them out. I the like, end. There's no, there's no discussion like there at all. Right. Building on a doubt, suspicion towards both DHC and Qtons rose, moreover, with some first saying both parties are still, quote, hiding something. The podcast's co-host, Brony Inspector, also echoed the sentiment, stating the interview brought him, quote, more questions than satisfactory answers. That's all for today's GFTV Furry News. For more furry news, visit our website at globalfurrytv.news.blog. Have great and wonderful Dobby Day.